0: Hello, and welcome to the Covenant Fellowship Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us. Today's message is here to help you preach the good news everywhere in your day-to-day life. Here at Covenant Fellowship, we accomplish this by encountering God, loving people, and serving others with everything we've got. Now let's dive in.
1: Continue on our lesson of demonology, and this is going to be our fifth lesson on it. The Devil's Open Door. When studying demonology, it must be kept in mind that the Devil's ultimate goal in a person's life is bondage. How many agree with that? That the enemy's ultimate goal is to destroy your life. It's to bond, bound you up so strong that you can no longer do anything, that you have no control. That's what the devil's purpose is, right? That's what he wants to do. The devil's activities work toward one common purpose is every human's life, to enslave and to bind. When we give the devil an open door into our life, he will move in only to bind us. This is contrasted to the presence of the Holy Spirit, The Holy Spirit's work in our life brings us liberty. How many knows that the Holy Spirit brings us freedom? It is through the Holy Spirit that you and I have freedom. You and I are broken away from all that bondage, from all that enslavement that the enemy tries to put upon us. It's through Him that we are freed, right? The devil is ever watchful, looking for a door into our lives. So we're going to read a few verses here. Be sober, watchful, be vigilant, stay awake, because your adversary as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, gulp entire, whom resist steadfast, phalanx, in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. That's First Peter 5, 8, and 9. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Job 2, 3. Satan is the enemy of our entire existence. The Bible teaches us he is ever on the move Looking for entrance into our lives. This lesson will look at the major ways in which we might open the door to the devil in our lives. Go read one more verse here and then I want to talk about something. Do I mean then that food sacrificed to an idol is anything or that an idol is anything? No, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons not to God, and I do not want you to be participants, partner, camaraderie, companion, fellowship with demons. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 19, and 20. According to this verse, it is very possible for Christians to be partners, comrades, participators, participants, and fellowship with demons. Did you get all that? It is possible for us to partner with demons. That's a scary thought, ain't it? We allow demons to come in to our lives in ways that we don't even realize until the Spirit reveals it unto us. This is why. Think about this. This is why it's so important to have a study life, reading your Bible daily. This is why it's so important to have a prayer life where you pray daily and seek God and His will daily. That don't mean just a quick, uh, God help me through this situation and you're done. I'm talking about seeking out the truth with God. Seeking what God's will is for our lives. If we will seek and draw close to God, what's the Bible tell us? He'll draw close to us, right? What does that mean? That means he will walk with us and guide us and lead us through the paths that we need to be going and instead we try to decide that we don't need to talk to God or draw close to God. So what do we do? We start making our own paths and our own ways. And by doing that, what is that allowing us to do? We're allowing the demonic to control our lives. Right? So this is why it's so important that we seek daily, we pray daily, we read our word daily, constantly. Every opportunity we get, we're all guilty for not doing that. I'll be the first to tell you. But if we will get in the word more and seek God more, we will get closer to God more than we've ever been and that will prevent us from being able to walk in the demonic and we'll start walking in the spirit. It's so important church We think just because we miss one time Or oh well I'm not going to go there and do that that one day Or or, I'm just going to step away for a few days That opens the door You are opening the door right then and there To say okay I am welcoming in something else And we don't think of it that way. We think it's okay to just miss and not do things. It's not the case. When we do that, we are allowing the enemy to have an opportunity to creep into our lives. And then next thing we know, we are now being controlled by the enemy instead of by the Spirit of God. So the big three things we want to talk about tonight. It seems as though there is no quicker way to open the door to Satan than by participating in what can be called the big three. Those three things are illicit sex, drugs, and demon worship. Of these three, demon worship is the quickest path to full demon possession. So number one, demon worship. Worship is good. How many likes to worship? I get excited about worship, don't y'all? Our worship team is amazing leading us into the presence of God. Worship is good, but it belongs only to God Almighty. Woo. The devil seeks to hijack man's worship. Demon worship has many forms varying from the occult to pagan religions, To pure Satanism. Satan lusts for man's attention. And these various avenues. Grant him. The selfish attention he craves. These kinds of worship. And supernaturalism. Only produce. Bondage. What did we talk about earlier? The enemy only comes to bind us. Right? He's trying to stop us. Occult. The belief and study into supernatural, mystical, magical, or other paranormal activities and phenomena. The occult includes Ouija boards, tarot cards, psychics, astrology, horoscopes, hypnotism, seances, necromancy, psych- psychography. I'm terrible at words sometimes, sorry. Phantom writing. Jewelry, trinkets, fetishes, totems, idols. All those things. Did you hear all that? So many times we get caught up in things. And you'll hear people talk about some of these things. I'm not going to go in depth because I've got other things. And they just play it off like it's just something funny. But what they're doing is really opening the door for the devil to come in. What we look at is funny sometimes, the devil's sitting there laughing thinking oh I'm gonna confuse you a little bit now. I'm gonna start twisting some things around to where you're feeling a little bit confused. That's why it's so important that we do not play games with the devil. That's why it's so important that we focus on what we're doing and not allow the enemy any kind of crack or anything to be able to slide in just the smallest bit pagan religions other religions worship false deities and idols also known as devils these religions developed when demons appeared to their founders to participate in their services is to expose oneself to doctrines of devils Many of their worship styles have made their way to common American and even church culture. These religions and religious practices include Islam, Buddhism, acupuncture, transcendental meditation, Hinduism, complete and total worship of demons, yoga, meditation, Mormonism, I don't know how to say that. Earth worship, extreme environmentalism, Wicca, neo-paganism, and animism. Satanism, pure Satanism or Satanic worship is active and alive. Their worship of Satan incorporates a Satanic Bible and includes both human and animal sacrifices. All Satanism includes the use of illicit drugs and prefers sexual activity. You know, as I was studying this, I thought about just the other day, and y'all may have seen this too on one of our local news channels. They reported on a group, a Satanist group, in the middle part of Middle Eastern Virginia, in a school system that was trying to put on an event to draw people in to come to that event, a Satanist group. And in that story, they were talking about how they weren't trying to promote things or push things down people's throats, and they were just wanting people to come together and have a good time. And if we listened to that from the worldly standpoint, we would try to sit there and try to make things right to where we could go and, and be a part of something like that, which would be terrible which would be opening the door to allow Satan to creep in. And they even started making the argument in this story. They started making the argument, well, Christians hold events and and try to get people to come to it, so why can't we come and have our event? Trying to justify what they are doing. And to most people, they would sit back and say, well, just let them do their own thing. Let them have their own way. We don't have to be a part of it. But what we are doing when we allow those things to go on is we are opening a door to allow Satan to creep in to our schools and to our public places where our kids are and all these different places where they are going to be to where they may be confused. Because it starts out as just a small little event, one little event that ain't going to harm anybody. They were going to watch a movie at this event. So most people would say this ain't harmful to watch a movie. But what we are doing when we participate in those things is we open that door to allow the enemy to creep in and to start creating confusion in the minds of our children. We have got to be more alert and follow the Spirit of God more instead of allowing the devil to creep in in small little places. We've got to start taking a stand and saying enough is enough, devil. You are no longer going to have my house. You are no longer going to have my kids. You are no longer going to have my family. As for me and my house, we are going to serve God. We have got to stop opening the door for the enemy to creep in and be able to do these little things that we may think don't look like a big deal, but it ends up creating a huge problem for our children. Second thing illicit drugs. Medicine can be very good, it can be used to help treat sickness and cure disease. However, drugs can also be abused. How many knows that? We've all experienced some way, shape, or form. We either have experienced it ourselves or we know of someone who has abused drugs, right? Recreational drug use is demonic and dangerous. Addiction to drugs is demonic and dangerous. The words pharmacy and pharmaceutical have their origins in the Greek word pharmakia. So let me tell you what pharmakia is the use or administering of drugs, poisoning, sorcery, magical arts, often in connection with idolatry and bolstered by it. Pharmakias, one who prepares or uses magical remedies. A sorcerer. You getting all this? The New Testament translates these words as sorcery and witchcraft. We use these words, pharmakia, to describe the chemical side of modern medicine. The truth found here is that drugs not only affect your body, but they also affect your soul. The side effects are often worse than the relief provided. Unfortunately, addiction is a common side effect. Illicit drugs drug use includes cocaine, marijuana, meth, prescription drugs, alcohol, tobacco, bath salts, Molly, and etc. There's more drugs on the market now than we could ever sit here and try to talk about. And people, once you try to take one away, people try to figure out another way to make their own or to do their own thing, and all these different ways they try to create their own drug. Right? I'm going to go somewhere with this. How many's ever seen a pharmaceutical drug commercial? Scary, ain't they? What do they do first? They tell you what this is going to fix. It's going to make you feel great. That problem you've been going through, it's the worst problem of your life, but hey, I've got the answer. And it's boom. And they give the name of the drug, don't they? And then they show people happy and walking around and just living the normal great life that the world is trying to tell everybody is okay right? So they tell you what it's going to fix. They make you feel great. Make you feel like, hey, I've got the answer for it all right here. And they promote that big. And they make you feel happy with all the people in the commercial. Well then, what do they do? They start telling you all these warnings, but for some reason all of a sudden they start speed up their talking, right? Right? They start talking a lot faster than what they were the first time. And it lowers it a little bit. But while all that's going on, what are they doing? They're still showing you the happiest time of the world. Everything's great and wonderful, right? Yeah, there's a few little side effects. But it's okay. You're going to feel great. Right? So they try to sell us on it. To tell us we have the solution for your problem. But what they don't want you to catch a hold of is all the side effects that could kill you later on. We could go somewhere far right there. How many knows the devil does the same thing? The exact same thing. You go through a hard time. You have a rough day at work. Things in your life are not perfect. You feel down and out. You feel like that you've got all these problems that you've tried to get rid of. You've tried to control it yourself. And you can't. You've tried. And then all of a sudden the enemy creeps in. And he says, hey, I got the fix for you. Try this drug. It'll make you feel better. Try this drink. It'll it'll knock the edge off. It'll make you feel feel a little lighter. Try all these different things to try to take your mind off of your problem. And he tries to sell you on it. Tries to give you reasons to justify it and say that it's okay. It's okay if I just try this one time. I'm going to see if it makes me feel better. Just like the pharmaceutical company He's sitting there painting a picture of perfection. Everything's okay. But see what he fails to tell you is the side effects. The side effects of what you're getting ready to do is it could cost you your soul. He doesn't tell you that by doing this you could become an addict. He doesn't tell you By doing this, you can become an alcoholic. He doesn't tell you that by doing this, you're going to go to hell. See, he fails to mention the side effects. And so many people fall for it because they look and they see and they think that it's going to be that great fix that makes them feel better for that day. And they instantly begin to think, well, it's okay, I'll just try this one time. I'll do this one time. I'll open the door for the enemy to creep in one time. but I'm strong enough. How many' ever heard somebody say that? I'm strong enough to overcome it. It's not going to take a hold of me. And then you see them a few weeks later. and by opening that door that one time, what have they done? They've allowed the devil to creep in and the next thing you know you're an addict the next thing you know they're an alcoholic the next thing you know they're no longer coming to church they're no longer singing in the worship team they're no longer serving in ministry all because they left the door open one time and the enemy painted a beautiful picture of, hey, this is going to make everything better, when really, it only made things worse. Church, we have got to stand up against the enemy. When he comes running to try to sell our lost loved ones or to try to sell our family members or our children, when he comes to try to tell them all these different things are going to make your life better, we have got to take a stand against the enemy and shut the door before he can ever get inside the door again. It starts with us, church. Drugs affect not only your body, but also your soul. Illicit drug users seem to also be open and active in illicit sex. It's so sad, church. You look in the world today and it will break your heart. The third thing we're going to talk about, illicit sex. Illicit means forbidden. Sex is good when kept in the confines of marriage. Illicit sex is forbidden for our good. Any sexual activity outside of holy matrimony is illicit sex. Did everybody hear that? Because that is something that we need to be preaching harder than ever before. Because our world has forgotten it. Fornication is sex outside of marriage. Sex is a powerful force and the Bible describes sexual sin in a way no other sin is described. Sin against your own body. 1 Corinthians 6.18 Illicit sex includes fornication, adultery, pornography, homosexuality, bisexuality, bestiality, swinging, spouse swapping, phone sex, sexting, one night stands. First Corinthians 6:18 says, "Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth in is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body." See, God intended for sex to be something between a married couple. That was the intention. It was to reproduce and to fill the earth, to populate the earth. Right? I know this is a tough topic. It's tough for me to talk about. But I promise you, it's in the Bible. Okay? We're going to have some truth here. So anything that God establishes, What's the enemy always try to do? He wants to tear it down. He wants to pervert it, right? He wants to take it and make it sin. Everything that God tries to to set up with us, the enemy is always out to create it into sin. He wants to to pervert it, to make it to glorify ourselves instead of glorifying God, right? Right? And we are a generation, I hate to say this, but we are living in a day where we all want instant gratification. I want what I want and I want it now. And if I can't get it, I'm going to go where I can get it so that I can have it now. That is the kind of society that we are raising up right now and we are raising up kids showing them that it's okay to do that as long as you're happy son as long as you're happy daughter that is the worst thing in the world that we can tell our kids is as long as you're happy you follow your heart the heart is the most deceitful is what the Bible tells us So if we're telling people, as long as it makes you happy, as long as you're okay, as long as you feel good while you're doing it, you know what you're doing? You're giving them permission to open the door to the enemy and allowing the enemy to come in and rule and reign in their lives. Something else I want to tell you. Just because you hide it from people Ouch Just because you hide it from people Doesn't make it right I'm here to tell you Just because you hide it from your spouse Just because you hide it from your family Doesn't make it okay You are opening the door For the enemy to creep in And to take you and destroy your life. And to bind you up like never before. Hiding it is sin. It's still sin. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body I wanted to read that again extreme emotions how many knows people that's very emotional how many agrees that they're all emotional more than we should be if you didn't raise your hand you're a liar I don't care to tell people that emotions are not bad believe it or not did you hear that My wife's saying amen over here. (laughs) Emotions are not bad. Every emotion we have was first found in God. Emotions are neutral. How we use them or allow them to use us will determine whether we are in sin or whether we are glorifying Jesus Christ. Emotions are how we react to the world around us. We must, however, use the word of God to teach us what to do with these emotions. Without the word as our guide, emotions can quickly open up the demon realm. Extreme emotions can include unforgiveness. 2 Corinthians 2.10 Now whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your sakes in the presence of Christ. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. Hear this. For we are not ignorant of his devices. What's that tell us? Satan wants us to harbor unforgiveness. You know, I hit on this a little bit last week, but we're so bad to expect everyone to forgive us when we wrong them. Right? But boy, when they wrong us, we want to act like it's the end of the world. Don't we? We're so bad. We think when we wrong them, well, why couldn't they forgive me? I told them I'm sorry I told them I didn't mean to do that it just slipped we justify why they should forgive us but then whenever they wrong us we justify why we shouldn't forgive them did you know that that unforgiveness can open the door the demonic to creep in you harboring that unforgiveness you saying I can't forgive that person you don't know what all they did to me do you not realize what you did to Jesus wow and guess what he forgave you so why can't you forgive them There is nothing in the world I know there is terrible things that have happened But there is nothing in this world That someone could do to you To give you any justification As to why you can't forgive them Because Jesus forgave you And you didn't deserve that forgiveness You and I deserve death right We didn't deserve that forgiveness But he went and paid the ultimate price He showed His love. He took that wrath of our sin. And you and I didn't deserve that. But He still forgave. So anytime we are wronged, it's time instead of sitting back and harboring unforgiveness, it's time we say, okay God, I'm ready to forgive them. I'm ready to, to surrender to you and do as you did for me. Unforgiveness opens a door for the demonic to come in. Anger. How many's ever been mad before? I feel like I get mad daily. Be angry and sin not. Ephesians 4:26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. You know what that tells me? When you and your husband or you and your wife getting a little spat or tiff or whatever you want to call it, you get upset at one another, you better not go to bed without forgiving each other. You want to know Why? Because that could open the door for the enemy to creep in. And you say, you know, that sounds kind of, that's too little, Cody. No, it's not. No, it's not. That one scenario, that one time that you allow that door to be opened and you don't shut it, that's when the enemy is watching and waiting to be able to try to creep in. Obsession, extreme love This can quickly become idolatry What are you consumed with? Inordinate affection Colossians 3, 5 Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, Which is idolatry what are you obsessed with? What thing what thing can you not let go of? It consumes you. It takes you. And when you get in that moment when you think you can have that that one thing, it overtakes everything else. This is so easy for for certain hobbies or certain things that we enjoy doing. And we justify saying it's okay and it is okay to have hobbies. I'm not trying to say that. But I'm saying do not allow those hobbies to become such an obsession that it takes you away from God and kingdom-minded purposes. Those things that we justify as our hobbies and say that that's what we enjoy doing, that is okay to do those things and to have fun in that. But... Do not let those things become an obsession. What's an obsession? It's something that, oh well, you know, I'm gonna go to the car show on Sunday instead of going to church. You know I'm going to go over here and, and, and do this one thing instead of, instead of going to church. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this because I, 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 I deserve it. I work hard all week right it happens that fast that one little thing can creep in and allow you to leave the door open for the demonic jealousy specifically called a spirit in numbers so we're going to read numbers 514 If the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife who has defiled herself, or if the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife, although she has not defiled herself. And then I want to read you verse 30. (coughs) Or when the spirit of jealousy comes upon a man and he becomes jealous of his wife, then he shall stand the woman before the Lord and the priest shall execute all this law upon her how many's ever experienced jealousy it don't have to be in a relationship we always automatically take it straight to a relationship jealousy is not always in a relationship you can be jealous because somebody got a promotion and you didn't you can be jealous because somebody got a new iphone and you didn't You can be jealous because somebody got a brand new car and you didn't. Jealousy can creep in so fast and you don't even realize it until it's too late. And then next thing you know, you begin to harbor that jealousy. And now, instead of just being jealous that somebody got something, you now don't even like that person because they're driving a nicer car than you. truth ain't it or they got a nicer house than you did well I work harder than they do that one little thing can all of a sudden be creeping in on you and create hate and strife to where you now cannot stand that person all because you let that one jealous thought creep in All of these things we have talked about. We sit and laugh. You know why you laugh about it? Because you've had it happen to you. You realize how petty and how small these little things can turn into something so big. And guess what? When we do that, when we allow that to happen, that's when we allow the demonic to come in to our lives. And then every little petty thing that goes on in our lives, we then have a problem with everybody. We've all been there. Admit it or not, I'll be the first to admit it. We've all been there. We've all done these things. We've all allowed these things to come into our lives. But that's why it's so important, like we said at the start, to be in our Word daily. That's why it's so important that we obey the Spirit of God and allow Him to flow through us and in us and lead us and guide us so that we don't fall and leave the door barely cracked open for the enemy to come in and try to destroy what God is trying to set up inside of you. It can happen so fast that you don't even realize. Sorrow. The loss of a loved one. Postpartum depression. Any depression. We've all faced it. We don't want to admit it, but we've all faced it. Fear. How many of you knows God's not given us the spirit of fear? But what did he give us? A sound mind. Wow. What's that say? Does that sound shaky? When something's sound, it's not shaky, is it? It's solid. If we will trust God as God wants us to trust Him, there should never be fear or doubt come through us. Right? Right? He did not give us the spirit of fear. And the last one, greed. The love of money is the root of all evil. Greed can destroy you faster than anything. That's why that verse is so powerful. Greed is not just being blessed with huge amounts of money. I thank God for people that that are blessed with big amounts of money. And we shouldn't be jealous or covet those people that are blessed with that. Did you hear that? We should not covet those people. We should be thankful for those people. And greed is not in every person that has multiple amounts of money. And so many times we as a society want to say just because someone has a large amount of money that they're greedy. Greed is not that. Greed is when you love money more than you love anything else. When you love money more than you love God. When you put your focus on making money or having money instead of putting your focus on the kingdom of God. So we as a society need to change our thought process and say, you know what? Thank God that person's blessed with multiple amounts of money. Instead of sitting here thinking that just because they've been blessed with a multiple amount of money that they are greedy. They are not greedy. That does not mean that. Greed is the love of money. And that's why the Bible tells us that the love of money is the root of all evil. It don't say that money is So many people want to misinterpret that. It's not the money. It's the love of money. Extreme emotions will cause your heart to burn, but not for God. When these emotions consume you, they give way to demonic influences. Be mindful to keep all of your emotions moderated. Emotions give you expression. They are not to define you. Did you hear that? Some people need to hear that. Emotions give you expression. They do not define you. A healthy person has a full range of emotions. Unhealthy people are either defined by only one or two strong emotions. For example, fear jealousy, or maybe even anger. Some people have no emotional expression at all. How many knows anybody like that? I've known some people like that. It could be the happiest day in the world and you won't see a smile come across their face. You could hand them a million dollars and they would say thank you, but they'd never crack a smile. We've all known somebody like that. This is an indication of oppression. So some other oddities that we're going to talk about. Martial arts. Martial arts are are a very slippery slope to play upon. Some martial arts can safely be studied and practiced as a sport similar to boxing or wrestling. Some martial arts can serve the purpose of self-defense. But... Some martial arts will quickly open the practitioner up to devils. There are demonized people in every field of martial arts. Be careful. Not just martial arts, but we can also say in just about anything, you can open up to the demonic if you allow it to. Imaginary friends. Jesus is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 18.24 Never allow your children to have imaginary friends. These are demons that reveal themselves to young people often in times of adversity. Sometimes our kids may create something or say that they have an imaginary friend when really evil may be lurking around them. And we need to pray for our children. Not laugh it off. So many times we want to laugh things off because we think it's cute or we think that it's okay when really it's not. That's where we need to be in tune with God. Eating disorders. Flesh must be kept but not obsessed over. Disorders like anorexia, bulimia, and orthorexia are all obsession Based disorders, This is dangerous ground. We've all had people that we know that have went through this. And we need to pray for those people. Role playing games. Any kind of game that requires you to take another persona is dangerous. Most role playing games involve sorcery and magic. It is absolute foolishness for any Christian to be involved in these dangerous realms. be careful. like I said earlier sometimes we look at things as a game or something funny when really we need to be watching out because the enemy's trying to what he's trying to come in and steal us right? Books, movies, music, video games. these are all creative medium that permit ideas, images and messages to be communicated. Be very very, very I'm going to say one more time very careful and I want to add one more thing right there social media we've got to be careful with social media the enemy loves to use social media can be good I'm not trying to, to bash it fully it can be good if it's used to glorify God right But how many knows the enemy is not wanting to glorify God? He's wanting to take us away from God. So the enemy uses those platforms to be able to show us things that then get in our minds to where we start stepping away from God instead of growing closer to God. Please, please, please be careful with all social media. Because the devil would love nothing more than to take you out just by one little post from social media or one thing that you scrolled through and saw on social media. Be very careful. There are many doors to destruction, but only one that leads to Jesus Christ. This should not discourage us. Rather, it should encourage us. There is only one right answer, and that is who? Jesus if we stay close to him you can avoid all the other pitfalls which goes right back to what we started with we need to be doing what praying more seeking more fasting more studying your word more and being in church as much as we possibly can Because by doing that, we are less likely to leave the door open for the enemy to be able to creep in.
0: And that wraps up this episode of the Covenant Fellowship Podcast. For more information about who we are, please visit us at cfbristol.com. Or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We hope that you have a blessed day. And as always, just like we find in Isaiah 60, verse 1, we hope you arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you.